I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we are live. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is what you call being the life of the party. When you show up late, you can't show up too early. Like this is actually the cool girl entrance, right, Alicia? (laughs) We actually had a good time figuring out some little knickknacks, if you will, on the platform I use, Be Live, to do this interview. And I was telling Alicia, I was like, it's so worth it because we all want her to come back again, even after this. So I'm like, we are going to take our damn time and get this down. So guys, first of all, let's fully just welcome back Alicia. It's so good to have you here. Her smile is just like... A light. You're so it. sweet. Oh my goodness. Oh gosh. <laughs> For those who don't remember, but how could you forget? Alicia, she is currently in Disney's Frozen. She's been in Wicked. Did I miss anything on the list? I didn't look up to remember. Just the Broadway stuff. That's Broadway, Wicked, and Frozen. I have other yeah. tours if you want. Me yeah, to and then you there. did. You did like. Am I mixing up? I feel like you did. You've done some cool off-Broadway stuff too. I did. Frankenstein the musical back in the day um but I did mostly touring like I toured with Chorus Line I toured with All Shook Up I toured with Wicked what didn't you do Music Man a long time ago Uh -uh. no it's something else um strong and wrong it's hard to know I was like I'd love to it felt so good to shout it <laughs> oh my gosh. I did Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, a little different than Music Man. Oh my gosh. Actually, speaking of Seven Brides, okay, talk about a musical where a woman doesn't have much to do. However, however, <laughs> I want to be in that musical because it's a classic to me. I grew up with it. I would love to just sit and hear and watch the men dance and those cool dances. I and, will say, oh my God. It, I don't normally do in my adult life, that was my early 20s, I have only done like pop shows or like you know what i mean i haven't done classical stuff besides college and so i guess seven brides and court of course line isn't even in the 70s i've never done classical except seven brides yeah. and i did it twice i got my equity card at carousel and carousel dinner theater oh um getting in the ensemble but the first time i did it was the non-equity bus and truck and I went into a dance call and it ended up getting Millie. And it was the only time I've gotten like a lead role. And I'd already been a swing and a dance captain so much. They called me, I didn't have an agent, didn't have anything. And they were like, we loved you so much. I thought they were gonna say, we're gonna offer you the dance captain position. Like (laughs) most of them do. And they were like, that we're gonna offer you the role of Millie. And I went, you're joking. (laughs) And they were like, nope. And I was like, really? I felt like Peggy Sawyer. Oh I was my like, God. I went into a dance call and I'm going to be the lead. And it was like a four month crappy tour, one nighters. Right. And I was like living on like, you were like, I, can't nine. This I was like, right I'm, a, I'm a principal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh amazing. my God. What a beautiful role, though. Because the vocals that you get to do, the mm. lesson you get to teach to, and yeah. men in this, in the plot, and, and the dancing. Ever, and ever since then, I always, because there's a song she sings when she has her baby called I'm Glad That You Were Born. And, oh, it's not in the movie. I only know the movie. It's not in the movie. It's, um, and it's like the lyrics are through your eyes, skies look brighter, grass more green. Like she sees the world differently through her baby. It's a beautiful, sweet song. And ever since then, whenever it's a friend's birthday, I don't even I didn't even realize it until I'm telling you this now. I always say, I'm so glad you were born. Aww. Ever since then. Because it's true. Like 
I get to celebrate you and you were born and I'm so lucky that you're in my life. I'm so glad you were born. Uh, It's like how I like to celebrate my friends on their birthday. I love that. I've seen seven brides. It's so funny. I've sent that before, but I've been known to say I'm glad your parents were horny that night. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, this is when you have a bunch of birthdays all at one time. You're like, yeah. What holiday is nine months before that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Let's get into topic. And so, what inspired this is honestly, I really just pull titles out of my ass, but I know the people can talk about it. And this is just checking in with yourself. And Alicia, I this came to mind because you just went on a trip. You you did this with your with your love app. And 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 you just made this choice. Like, I need this. This little like and what a good way not only to take check in on yourself, but then you took action upon that. Yeah. I was wondering if you could speak on that because I think that's a hard thing for us to do because we get in this like mode. I am very clear that my life is more than my career. Yeah. And because I had a long time when I dedicated so much and like, you know, you leave town for a second and you're like, what if I miss that audition? What if I, you know, and and you then you're away and you, you're not present where you are because you're yeah. worried. It's just like, and now I'm very clear, like, I'm not well if I don't give myself a break. Yeah. Um, if I don't, I love on my, my days off, on Mondays going on adventures. In the winter, like, before even this, last in the fall, we went to the getaway cabin, which is this cabin in the woods in the Adirondacks and you. And it's beautiful. And it has like a little, it's like a, it's like a glamping van. And we've also gone to Woodstock. We, my, and my, I'm so uh, glad that my partner, is a yes and to everything. He's like, oh. yeah. If he's available, he's like, yes. I love advent. We both love adventures. But even before we were together, this is something I realized for myself that I need to get out of the city and see nature and do something that has nothing to do with this business and enriches my life. Um, it makes me grow as a human. Mm. And and recently, the holidays were crazy at, at work. We have extra shows. Um, my father, um, has Parkinson's and dementia Mm. and he came out here and it was a really sad, sad trip because, um, he, it's, it's quite sad and I didn't, they live in Hawaii, so it's so far away and traveling is really bad for dementia. He's much better now that he's home, but so it was a very, very sad time to see how he's doing and, in in real life and in and also New York is overwhelming for everyone and then give yourself dimensional Parkinson's Parkinson's movement like, yeah and then movement and then not recognizing things that's a lot yeah, yeah. And, and it is so courageous so courageous for my mom and my dad to come but it was a lot and I th- it took a toll on me and um I a lot of stuff happened and now we're in tech so there was a lot of stuff going on and I was like I need a beach the thing that makes me feel the most calm, it's not just the beach, it's the ocean. Mm. And so I took a personal day and I was like, to Eric, my partner, I was like, do you, do you want to be crazy? Let's just, let's go to another country for a day and a half. And he's like, yes. So we went to Barbados. <laughs> I love that. I love that you did that. I'm, my husband's like that. And, and, and I, I have such a hard time thinking, I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do that? Like, and it's you like. You just got to like, and we picked Barbados because, and the crazy part is, so I, we left Sunday morning, mm-hmm. but we're in tech for Frozen. We're resetting the show. 
and they're taking all the changes from tour and they're bringing them to us. So we have rehearsal 12 to five, Tuesday through Friday and then five show weekends. So I had to be back in New York for rehearsal at noon on Tuesday, but we found a flight. It was a direct flight to Barbados on Sunday morning and a direct flight back that got me in at 10 a.m. on Tuesday. So I made it early to rehearsal. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. So, and it, and people, everyone in my cast is like, you're crazy. And I'm like, no, you're crazy. Like, I, I just got to go sit by the ocean. And the last night we laid in the sand and looked at the stars. And life is just too short. And I want to see the world. And I want to do so many things with my life. I want to do this. But I also just, and when I travel, I feel free and really present mm -hmm. and and like in my in when we first started frozen we had we went to denver for our out of town trip and then we had a three-month break i went to thailand i went to bali i went to california i was traveling almost the whole three months because wow. it just makes me happy i went overnight in this elephant park where you take care of elephants and it actually is beginning this whole thing talking about the other work I do called the Feed Your Soul Project. And I someday want to host a travel show that shows that like the more you see the world, the more you connect to a place and a people and an animal, the more connected you feel. And the smaller this vast world seems because you've seen it, you've connected to people who speak another language but tell the same jokes. Mm. Or elephants look directly into your eyes. And you're like, it's like, you're like, you're looking at my soul. Like I have a picture I'll send to you. That's like me and an elephant like this. It's. You're like, no way. <laughs> and it just changes. And like yeah. on days where they're hard and you're like sad, you got cut from an audition. You're like, but you know what? An elephant looked in my eyes. So who cares? Life is good. <laughs> you know, like, like it's yeah. not just about this audition. Life is, life is so much more. Mm -hmm. And, and when we only focus on our either auditioning to get a job or interviewing if you're doing another kind of job or or the job that you have and becoming like work obsessed. Even if your job is helping others, yeah. it's like you can't give back from an empty cup. You have to fill your cup first and whatever that is for you. And life is too short. I just saw a friend I was in yoga teacher training with has cancer in her 30s. Wow. Another friend of mine. So it, it really is more and more the more I, th I already do this type of stuff because I'm like who cares and um but the more I think about it the more I'm like you have to because we just don't know what tomorrow may bring yeah. and the world is crazy I teach some kids from Norway for eight years they've come to New York and I teach them workshops every year and they just said for next year they always try to book us a year in advance and every year I'm like I don't know where I'm gonna be and then I happen to be here and they were like with climate change travel might change we might not be able to fly to New York in the next few years. And I had never thought of that. Why? Um, I don't know if Norwegians are talking about that, but like, I don't know if prices of gas or who knows. Oh, wow. And it's stuff that's affecting our world that we don't think about mm -hmm. or areas of the world that might not exist anymore. Like for me, I'm like, I want to see it. I want to get there. I want to see the world. Cause then also when you come back, you have more to pull from or to offer, whether it's as just an, an audition artist. or it's as an artist or as a, a fellow friend or, or person who can help others. It's just like you, you fill yourself with all these things so that you can share them. Mm. Even if it's just sharing it like this or by a picture to someone who might not be able to ever go meet an elephant, at least they can live through you. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, you know? it really does. Well, that's how I felt even when I was looking at your pictures from your recent trip. <laughs> the pictures you took, you were making a point to just be like, catch me feeling this moment. Yes. And and I got that. And mm. and, and that's why I was like loving everyone. I was like, oh my God, I'm feeling this. Like, ah, ah, ah. I was like, ah, I was eating that up. <laughs> like way to live. So good for me, you know, I mean, as much as I don't give a shit when I'm in a lot of these interviews, if I'm in a bathing suit, I'm like, you better, you better believe I was still sucking in. I was like, and then like, and then like Ryan has to take a bunch of photos and I'm like, I don't like any of them. And I delete them all. I still do that too, though. I still do that too. <laughs> I was scared to put that photo up, actually, because I don't normally post pictures like that of myself. And so, oh, beautiful. but we had just, we had decided we, another thing we did, so we already go to Barbados and we stay at this beautiful resort that had flowers everywhere, these tiny, tiny frogs that make this really loud sound, these tiny lizards. Like I love looking at small things. I love little flowers and I go around and look at flowers and take pictures. It's like these tiny things that bring me joy. And I started to realize, I also just taught a workshop for this company called One World Girl. And we did this empowerment workshop last weekend before I left. And we're talking about the importance of acknowledging the little things that make you happy. Mm. Then it gives them more power. And so when you're having a dark time, you can remember that. Like I love flowers. <laughs> I love tiny, beautiful flowers that grow in the midst of like stuff that you would never see it. Like, and you're like, how did you survive? Like, it's just, it's these little things I think about. Yeah. But we had seen on the Instagram and TripAdvisor and, and this sandwich you needed to get in Barbados. So we were like, we're going to get the sandwich on our day and a half here. We take a cab ride for almost half an hour. <laughs> and the guy goes, you're spending a $20 cab ride for a sandwich? And we went, yeah. And, and it was a shack. It was literally a shack. Awesome. And it was so good. I posted about it. It was so good. And then we decided to hike back an hour and a half. Was that the food pictures? That, that was you... the food picture. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and, but now that has cat. more meaning to the. I love yes. that holding a cat toy. I should have. Oh. I should have written more about it because the cab driver literally made fun of us the whole cab ride, and we were like, "What? You you only live once, and we heard it was a really good sandwich. Might as well try." <laughs> and it was, it was a, really good. It's a, like they call it fish cutters. It's a flying fish sandwich. I guess it's a thing in Barbados, and they had they they sell them everywhere. But this was a really good. One. Who knows if it was or not? It was tasty. But we hiked back on the ocean. And we rounded this crazy, this crazy, all these rocks. We didn't know if we'd get around and we were like hiking over these rocks. And then we took that picture that I was just like, and you're just like looking over the ocean, the sun was setting. And it's just like those moments that I feel like I go click, click, and then put it in my heart. Yeah. And I'm just like, and that fuels me for my whole crazy, crazy week and month you know? Yeah, absolutely. Day and a half. And so, I, yeah, Ryan and I definitely love, I love nothing but a good, a good walk, good walk yeah. and conversation or just taking things in. I love that. So mm. the fact that you guys did that hour and a half walk, I get it. I yeah. get it. Like those are best. Those are, those yeah. are two magical moments to just be, be there and enjoy things. Yeah. That's really cool. Wow. What a trip. And that's all just from going, I need this right now. Mm -hmm. And you just went for it. What what are you, do you have to say to the obvious money fears and objections people may have? Because that is a true concern. It oh, is a concern. 
Yeah. So what what do you have to say to that? And I, I, there's different ones. There's, I've heard some people be like, do it and the money will follow. Um, you know, it's, it's, you have to do what you're comfortable with if, you know, but there's also little ways you can, I think you can do stuff that, that isn't as expensive as going to Barbados. Um, we were looking, we spent more money than we wanted to because of my time constraint, but there are those like quick deal things and there's like, there's ways yeah. you can like apply, but also in the city, there's a lot of really, really beautiful things to do right outside the city that mm. are just a Metro North trip away. And you don't even have to stay overnight. Like Cold Spring, I love going to Cold Spring, New York. Have you been? No. So no. it's only an hour north on the Metro North and the Metro North goes along the Hudson. So being on the train, looking at the Hudson's beautiful. Oh, I love that stuff, yeah, yeah. And then you get there and the train station is walkable, like five minute walk to the downtown area. And there's restaurants and ice cream shops and antique shops. It's on the Hudson. You can go sit and look at the Hudson. It's really, there's, in the summer you can go um, kayaking on the Hudson up there. Oh, there's wow. hiking trails and it can be a day trip. You don't have, there's cute places to stay overnight. We actually, while my parents were there, we the best part is we went to Cold Spring and stayed in Airbnb on the Hudson River and it was beautiful. Mm. But you can go, go hiking and then come back to New York. And you don't even have to stay overnight. So all you're paying for is a Metro North ticket and a food if you, and you could bring that, if, you know what I mean? So there's ways to be crafty um, or even like, sometimes we'll be like, let's, we, another thing we do. Oh, I wanted to share this with you. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Um, there's a dress and everyone for, else. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that you are watching. Oh, I yeah. just think it's you and me. Um, but one of the dressers here at Frozen, right by her spot, she has a list of things she's never done in New York. Ooh. Even if it's never been to this restaurant. One of them was walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. One was go to this museum. One was go to a live auction. Like, and little stuff. Like, stuff I've never think of. That every month she gives herself a list. And I was like, that's really cool. That is and really then, cool. And then my boyfriend Eric saw this list of restaurants in New York from other countries. So we've decided in 2020, when we can't go away, we try to find restaurants from other countries to go and try their food. And then it makes going out to dinner a little bit more exciting because so we've done Cambodia, Japan, and Israel so far. And we've considered Barbados when we were there. Um, but even like that, like, cause it's like, I've never had Israeli, maybe, but like Cambodian food I'd never had. And yeah. we have a little journal that we might make a blog out of, but stuff like that. But she inspired that and then he saw that list and we're like, or like, what are things? So there's so many adventures you can do in the city yeah. that that you don't have to pay a lot of money for. That takes you out of this living into this living. Like if even if it's like going to the tenement museum or walking, you know, whatever. There's so many resources now that you could research free things to do in New York, or you know. And so for me, an adventure wakes me up and makes me look differently at things, and then yeah. I feel like. I get, I get out of that, like, uh, day in, day out life. Yeah. Grind. yeah. And then you realize there's beauty everywhere. There's people who dream of coming to the city and we used to, and then we live here and we forget. It's true. You know? It's true. And it's like, how can I, my life be full of wonder all the time? Mm. It's not always going to be. There's days yeah. that you're like, <laughs> but... <laughs> It's days that the MTA makes you want to like jump off a bridge, but 
Yeah. But yeah. there's days like, cause I think whenever I travel, I feel so, I feel like I'm like this. Like if I had eyes all over my head, that's how I, my cartoon me when I travel is like, I want to, and it's like, I want to look through my eyes, but take it into my soul. I'm yeah. Like, and then I'm like, why don't I do that when I go home? Why don't I do that? Why don't I look up and look at the architecture of this city that has so much history? Why don't I go to an, even once I had a therapist who told me doing one, even just one thing a week, even if you walk down the street, if you always walk on the same side of the street, just walk on the other side or walk one block different and your yeah. life looks different. Like it's like those little things that I almost trick myself into changing my perspective. And that's a lot of when I t teach, I talk about like changing the perspective, but like a bad situation happens. Um, like I recently, I'll just be honest, after my dad was here, I felt really sick and I fainted on a subway platform and had to go to the hospital and stay overnight. And that was no fun. And, but from that, did people uh, catch you when you fainted? I'm sorry, I just need to know these details on how protected you were. <laughs> I face planted. I face planted. I'm oh my god, on your oh, ouch, ouch, and, and you didn't catch yourself. Oh my god, ouch. Out to the ouch. subway platform, 125th Street, just like. Ouch. But I, people helped me, and then later, days later, this woman texted me who I must have given her my phone number, and she was like, "Are you okay?" She was very sweet, oh. and. I fainted a couple times in the past and we never found out what was wrong. I've tried Eastern Western and I just took care of myself. It didn't happen for years. And I think I, I yes. found out why after, but it was really scary and unfortunate and the ER was not a good one. But after all that, I finally like, I was going to come back to work and I was having anxiety and I was, I would, I couldn't talk about it without crying. And I was so scared, like, what if it happens to me again? And I had to finally, and I have an acupuncturist and, and I have a lot of people who help me on the Eastern side. And I went home, I was like, I need to get, take a beat for myself. And I journaled and I finally got to the place where I was like, it's okay, everybody's going through hardships. And this is an opportunity, something in your body is not right. And it's an opportunity to be healthier. Mm -hmm. And you can do that. And yeah. everybody, people overcome horrific, horrible things. And it's all your perspective. Doesn't mean it wasn't hard. And it doesn't mean I, I don't have to allow myself to, it was hard. I was sad. I cried a lot, but then I, that day I finally took time for myself and my partner was like, he was like glued to me. He's like, you okay, you okay. And so I was like, I need a beat for me. And, <laughs> I need a beat. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight, eight, <laughs> and one. And, um, <laughs> and, and I really, it helped me be like, this is a gift in an ugly package to get healthier. Mm. And then that's good. You got to listen. And, and, and then I literally was like, Bing, I'm good. And I actually came back to the show and had anxiety my first day on stage. And I've never had anxiety on stage. And I was like, what if this happens right now? What am I going to do? Everybody was so supportive at work. I found out later I have super low blood pressure. I never knew, so I need water and electrolytes and all this stuff all the time. But it ironically was like, he also said it was that, and it was sometimes my brain and my heart don't connect. <laughs> yeah. And especially when I'm stressed out or sad or overly emotional or thinking negative thoughts. And so, it's, you it know, can, it, can, it can be so, draining. it can really 
and it can really affect you. And it's why I thought about this stuff for so long, because I'm a person that can emotionally self-cut with thinking so hard on myself. Mm -hmm. So it was a beautiful thing to be like, this is just another chance to like, I want to live my best life. And this is another clue on, on how to do that. And, and same with, I had voice surgery. I think I, we talked about that. Did we talk about that? I don't um, know if we did. I don't remember. Opening night of Frozen, I found out I had to have voice surgery. Was so, it um, the Bertha? Oh, God, I was called Bertha. Shoot. What's, what was it called? What'd you have? What were the things? I had um, I had hemorrhaged, and then a cyst was created. And then the in cyst. The, That's what I was thinking. Cyst. Cyst. Yeah, and the cyst it's was very a blood common vessel. for Broadway, Broadway performers. Yeah. And, and there's so much shame about that, which is a whole other subject of like, and me being a dancer first, I was a little like, kind of felt the shame, but was like, I don't understand what happened to me. And and then it was just bad luck that the cyst was there. And because if you hurt your ankle or your hamstring, you don't think I'm a bad dancer, but you hurt your voice and people think I'm a bad singer or people are going to think I'm a bad singer. So I have to hide it. And, not, and oh. the amount of friends that came out and told me I had the same surgery as you and I never knew. And that's their prerogative to keep it secret. I was very open about it because I was like, I didn't do anything wrong. It's wear and tear. Like for me, it's more, I get excited and I go, Mah! you know, and I've learned to not do that as much when I do. <laughs> but, um, but it was like the ugliest, ugliest package, like vomit covered package with the most beautiful gift. My voice is better than it's ever been. Mm. I know my, I always wanted to know my voice, but I always danced instead. And now I love my voice. Oh, I know so my good. voice. Oh, like singing, <laughs> like it's just like, and I'm I'm so glad it happened. Yeah. And I was so stressed out in the beginning of Frozen. I got a month off um, to yeah. heal. And I was like, all I have to do is heal. I don't have to make charts anymore. <laughs> I don't have to worry about someone calling out when I can't sing. Like, so it was always, always a chance. Yeah. Every time. And then when I go, whenever I think it's not, I go backwards or like, say you didn't get a job. And you were like, you know, when you like go in for an audition and you're like, I booked that. Or like, or you're like, I know in my heart and soul, I meant to do this. And then you don't get it. Oh, oh many and you're times. Like, many times. <laughs> and then you're like, is my radar to, to the spiritual world off? Like, I really believed it. Yeah. And, you know, after the fact, it always, you can only connect that's going backwards. It always made sense why I didn't get it after. Like way because after. of the other things that come in your life, and it could have been personal reasons, like yeah, like yeah. that I met this friend or the blah, blah 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 blah. It always made sense, but like so often we fight it, and we're like instead of like all we do is show up wholeheartedly, and then life unfolds, and we learn the lessons. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I do, I do. I, I, I think, yeah, the speak. Uh, I wish there was like a pamphlet given to you guys of saying, hey, just adds up. These are common things. Don't feel bad if it happens. Like yes. just just whether it be a body injury or the common vocal. I did not know about the cysts that being so common. My gosh. Vocal cysts. You imagine your vocal folds are they're tiny, tiny. Mm -hmm. And we don't just use them to sing. We use them to speak. We use them to teach. We use constantly. Use them a lot. We use them a lot. And so they're going to get tired. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna have wear and tear and it's just human. And I know so many people keep it a secret. For me, once I finally was out about it, 
I felt so free and I really yeah. felt like the shame I was holding went away. Yeah. And I, it happened. It's okay. I never had injuries growing up. I have a, t a ton now and it's okay. And now but I know. But you're able to work, work with them. That's the thing. It doesn't mean you're out of business. It means you just have little things that you have to go, oh, okay. My, my ankles don't just like point and flex. They need like a good like five minutes and then we're good to go. Okay. You know, that's exactly it. I was, because yeah. I'm 41 and I'm still, I'm still kicking my face and yeah. people will be like, you can still do that, which I'm also slightly offended, but I'm like, yes, I can. And I will do it. I just have to roll no, out afterwards. <laughs> what happens is, is as we age, I'm going to, I'm going to put on my physical therapist hat here. As we age, the common thing is to actually move less. Yeah. So when you're moving less, even if you used to be a dancer, movement feels harder, feels harder. So someone else who's 41, honestly, the average person, unfortunately, the United States is not moving as much, even if mm. they used to kick their face like you. So it literally feels like you are 60, as you imagine, because you're not 60, but you're like, uh, how the hell does Alicia, it's because you haven't stopped moving. Yeah movement is so our friend and and yeah. the body starts to interpret movement as the enemy because it's used to not moving yeah and so that's why you're still able to do it thank you for saying that because yeah. i'm a i went to a yoga studio once and they said they're movement junkies and that's how i feel like i am yes. like like i gotta move my body even if it's not dancing if it's yoga if it's physique 57 if it's anything and i tend to i'm a little crazy like Yesterday, I flew in at land from Barbados, landed at 10 a.m., went to rehearsal from 12 to 4.30, went to a Physique 57 class from 5 to 6, and then went to work. <laughs> you have that energy. So I'm insane. But, like, for me, I just, I'd rather, especially as a swing, I realize when I don't That's move, smart, I yeah. get grumpier. And if I'm, I'm on most of the time, if I'm not, and I'm just sitting here, or right now we're in tech, if I'm not standing in for someone, I'm sitting, I need to move my body a lot outside of this building. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but I that makes sense that. because, but it is, it's like, I remember there was a day I was working at Transcendence Theater Company and I was dancing and it hurt. And I had this moment like, oh my God, it, it's not, it's just different. But I had like, I had to have one day when I cried and I went to Whole Foods. I was like, to my roommate at the time, I was like, can I go to Whole Foods and get some wine and avocado and pine nuts and goat cheese? <laughs> like that's gonna solve everything. And it did for that night. But then I realized it's not a death sentence. It's just different. Yeah. I do warm up. I do cool down. I do go to PT. I do roll out and take care of my body. Mm -hmm. I, I have to do my voice exercises every day. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, it's hard to sing and even mm -hmm. talk, but it's just different. And now that I know those things, yeah, and it's great. And thank you for saying that because that makes sense so much more. It's just that what and it's you, nothing what against you. It's just, it, it feels that foreign within them. Even if they're younger than you, they're already starting to feel they're like, uh, 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 you know, and if they're not doing the movement, then yeah, yeah. It's going to feel advice foreign. advice do you give to people for that? like to move more or what do you? Well, I, well, if I'm working with a performer. It's a process. Um, it's a process of patience with a system that works for you to mm -hmm. bring movement back into your life and understand there's no wrong answer and there's no wrong way to go about it. 
you can't have it be like we get about food where you're thinking, oh my God, I ate a donut. It's the end of the world. You know, let's now beat our, myself up. Oh, see, I, and then we label ourselves as I'm just the crappy eater forever. And that's just not true. You just that's, wanted a fucking exactly. donut. It's the same thing that I was talking about earlier with just negative thought patterns. It's like, yeah, like, you just ate it's, it's okay. Or it's about, you know, when you, one day you might have that you're not your best self and you yeah. maybe say something and you, then you beat yourself up instead of ever showing yourself love and being like, it's a, it was just a donut. It was just a moment that I wasn't my best self, but I'm yeah. still a good person. Yeah. And yeah. And then it's just finding what you're truly willing to do on a regular basis um, and embracing that if it's gonna be less, it might take you longer, but that's okay. That's your journey. Yeah. Like if you want faster results, of course you're gonna do a lot more daily to get yourself there. And it's a pro progress because depending on how little you're moving, you have to be careful because you can't push your body too quickly and hurt yourself, which is a very common thing because we want the, everything to be like fast food. and. And, and so I, it's, a, it's a really person by person basis. I've had where I've literally set things to music, to like a song and I'll be like, here, this is your thing to the music or, um, or, you know, or I, or sometimes I give like pornographic names to what we're doing to just add humor to it. Uh, it just truly depends on the human that I'm working with. Yes. And I figured that out as we go, what they are willing to do and then Instead of, if you look back and you go, oh, I haven't done any of the advice that Jenna gave me, or like for you, your physical therapist or some of your work that you didn't do, uh, apply any of that, not to beat yourself up. It's to go, okay, I didn't do that. I, it's in my power to make the difference. I don't have to worry about blaming someone else. Isn't that nice? Like, I think that is a really great thing that you can be in your own control yeah. to get better rather I, than going, oh, it's because of all these things. Nope, nope. You have the power. Don't worry about that. And yeah. now be patient with yourself. I love that. It's like taking responsibility. And what I've recently with, realized. With love. Like with, loving yes. yourself in, in yeah. that process. How can we change that? Like, because, yeah, taking responsibility seems like it's like a. But it's, it's not. not. It's like it's not. It's like it's like um, unconditionally loving yourself through yeah. all those things. Because because that's something I've been thinking of also recently. A lot of of what I have been thinking about lately and and is um, mental health. And because oh. so many people, I've been teaching a lot of my empowerment work that will then go into a musical theater workshop to kids of all ages. And so many people have anxiety. Oh. So many people are are in pain. Yeah. And um, whether it's because there's pain that happens to you, like in your family or whatever, um, people being mean to you, racism, whatnot, yeah. or there's physical stuff that's happened to you. There's also this the stuff we do to ourselves. Yeah. And um, which can be the worst enemy of all. I, I think that almost because you you want to blame it on something, but then you're kind of blaming yourself, which is just a spiral. Oh, massive spiral. Time like, oh my gosh, this happens and I need to deal with it. The stuff that happens in here is almost, is your worst enemy. Oh. And it's like, how do we show up for ourselves with love yeah. and not shame? Cause I can do the whole shame spiral so quickly. And so don't realize, I, oh, I can, I can sit there. 
I, I can sit there and be like, and go on. I, I um, kind of recently had um, uh, two friendships that I cared about very much end and, and it sucked and there was no, one had an incident, the other one didn't. And, and, and I go in and out of spirals of these negative mm -hmm. spirals of cyber stalking to the, and it's not the cyber stalking to criticize it's cyber stalking to hear their voice. Cause I miss them. Like, it's very sad. <laughs> and, and like, and, and it's that, that negative spiral where I have to keep reminding myself and keep repeating new work to get myself out of that negative rut to let go. And it might be on a daily basis for a while. And I understand that. And it's, it, it's, it's not easy. It's not well, easy. The two things that have helped me with situations like that. One was Marion Williamson. Yes. She has my favorite quote. Yes. Um, <laughs> it is not, um, our darkness it is our light that we are yeah the um, long one the long yeah. the whole thing yeah and that's my favorite she's amazing part. and there's a really good i can send it to you um uh oprah talk that she does and one of them says that because she talks from a book called the um oh gosh i can't remember it right now is it one book that she's published or something or is it or is um, there's it many books that she's published oh, but so that's not helpful she teaches from, she te no she te her teachings are from a book called a course in miracles mm -hmm. and so that's where all her information is coming from so she's not taking credit for it she's like this is flowing through me and what i've learned to share with you and i'm maybe rewording in a way that you get more and one of them she says is like if someone has wronged you there's many different techniques i've started to learn how to get out of that because i tend to I used to want to like, the more I think about it and figure it out and unpack it, then it won't hurt anymore when it just makes it hurt more. It makes it hurt so much so more. It's like, it makes how can it we, hurt so much more. How can yeah. we just go, but not with like a angry, with love, like how can we, how can we pause that? Yeah. And so one way is like, if someone's hurt you, she says, you, you, um, one prayer if you if that if that word is scary for some it's a mantra is dear universe whatever you believe in i am willing to look at this differently mm. right now i'm looking through the eyes of fear and so that's what's showing up for me fear anxiety loss angst not enough not good enough mm. and i would i want to look through the eyes of love because then that shows up opening abundance possibility are all things that exist. So there's only two things, just fear or love. That's it in her in her teachings. And so it is, and you say it over again, dear universe, I'm willing to look at this differently, willing to look at this fear, I want to look at this as love. And I've gone through times where I've chanted that and then I feel the shift. And also if something has happened and someone has wronged you or hurt you, you pray for them or send them love every day. Because what shifts eventually in the chemistry of energy between us is sometimes you shift the space and then you open up and they open up too and you never even have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Or you shift and it doesn't bother you anymore because you're mm -hmm. full of love for them and it's full of compassion. And hurt, another thing I keep thinking is um, hurt people hurt people. You know what I mean? So you, people only say hurtful things when they're hurting inside. I know. Doesn't that suck to know that? It, it does it, suck. It, it sucks, sucks, but to it's know that. just it is. But then it opens the door to compassion. Yeah, doesn't mean you need to stand for it or like be around it. Right. But you know, recently I watched both the movie Gandhi and Selma, and they're so amazing. Selma, so we, I saw. 
Elma's I'm amazing. Through my library, I'm like, what am I saying? <laughs> Elma's amazing. Yeah. And, um, and then Gandhi, so I'm obsessed. Be the change you wish to see in the world is Gandhi. Yes, yes. And mm -hmm. I've always been obsessed with Gandhi's words. And then, but to hear his, to really see his story, it's an older, older film. I highly recommend it. Ooh, and okay. he usually plays Gandhi, which today people would be up in arms because he's a British man playing Gandhi. But they did it with, he's amazing. And he, he spans his 20s to 85. Wow. And it's so, but he's a person, both he and Martin Luther King Jr. lived their message of like. Um, is that the backstage speaker? This is my birthday. Today. Oh. <laughs> Baby, can I call you back? I'm in my interview stuff. Welcome to the podcast. Say hi. Hello, I'm not going to edit it out. <laughs> I'm too lazy. Okay. Now you can tell him he can put on his credits that he's been on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be like, um, but they really, in the face of incredible hatred, like Martin Luther King said at one point, I don't have to like the people, I don't like the people who threaten my family, I don't like people that threaten me, but I love humanity and I love mm. humankind. So the compassion these people feel, and Gandhi, they both said nonviolence. They both projected love. They were like, yeah. there's a bit of that, that Gandhi says, I might look it up for it, um, that is, Oh, I, I After this, understand. we have to we have to stop because I'm good. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But that's okay. I'm bringing you back. You're in my life, so it's fine. <laughs> and here it is. This is okay. And thinking of like all that's happening in the United States right now, and a lot. This is this went to a whole other thing. But even in your own life, when I despair, I remember that all through history, the ways of truth and love have always won. There have been tyrants and murderers, and for a time they can seem invincible, but in the end they always fall. Think of it, always. Mm. So I think, but they, they really inspired me of people who really like, and they didn't talk in the bushes about people. They didn't, they didn't stoop low. They didn't, they really lived their message. It's and so that's another way to do it. It's like catching yourself with love without shame. Like I may be acting in a way I don't like. I might be, you know, and another one is, when I start to worry, this is the most recent one that's really helpful that I'll, I'll end this on. Um, when I start to worry, I have a mantra I say, and I just say it over and over again. It's um, For me, I say a word in Sanskrit, because so if it's in English, I get trapped on what it means. Yeah. So I have a word in Sanskrit I say again and again, and it drowns out eventually. I say, ahem prema, ahem prema, which means I am divine love. So when I start to worry, instead of, I know that I go down that worry chain. And so now I'm like, I'm I'm going to be disciplined and not do that anymore. I'm gonna love myself enough to not do what hurts me. So I chant that in my head over and over again, and then it drowns it out and I stop worrying. And wow. then I can shift up to be to, to finally living in possibility again instead of living in worry. Because I think we have to be disciplined about our physical stuff if you're recurring from an injury, but you also have to be disciplined for your mental health. Yeah. And not things that don't serve you, as addictive as they might be, even if it's just worrying. It's and so acknowledging it's okay. Oh, it's terrible. It's a nightmare. And, and it's and it's crazy because I've gone in and out of the cycle of things. And it just, when it comes back, it's like, oh my God, it's back again. I have to do that work again. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> But it's like, I love myself. 
Yeah. Every single human being does this. Yeah. So I'm going to create things for myself on a daily basis that help me come back to me because I am perfect. My soul is perfect. I put all this stuff on top of it. So it's like I, I create practices on the daily that help me come back to me. And then I can be my best self in the world. Oh, that is a perfect way to end it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. You guys, seriously, give her some love later. I know not everybody's able to come on because you guys are literally in the middle of audition stuff, but Alicia, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is at my spot. SF Crystal's at my spot. They make me happy. <gasps> Ooh, yes. Surround yourself with happy things. I love that. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Thank you.